This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. intro tunes throw me for a loop yeah i do i don't know if that's the intro if that's just music playing in between the you know the yeah. in between shows i don't know what i don't is. recognize it yeah we had, we've had the same uh, intro music for i don't know since the creation of the drive i think yeah. <laughs> um but uh yeah so anyways uh it's a wednesday steelers are back on the practice field today uh we haven't gotten the practice report yet i was over there i kind of know who did what but i can't say yet hopefully we get um, it in the next hour and a half or so we can yeah. chat about it a little bit absolutely uh I did want to talk a little bit about Najee Harris, Matt. Okay. Um, I don't know how you feel, but I feel a little vindicated in terms of the uh, never take a running back. The first never round take a nonsense. running back. Yeah. yeah, the analyst. I had people coming after me last week on that on on Twitter, like, "Oh, you, you these guys said never take a uh, the, the running back was supposed to fix the running game." Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Right, right. That's the plan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. Any, anyone that listens to us knew we were in favor of it. And that doesn't mean, as a rule, I would take running backs in the first round no matter what the Every circumstances year, yeah. are, you know, no it's matter gotta what. It's got to be the right guy. It's got to be the right guy, the right situation, the right part part of the draft, yeah. considering what else is available. There weren't five other stud offensive tackles sitting there, or you know what I mean? So, And this player also greatly affects the passing game. If it were ATN, who's a good receiver, no, you know, because he's not the bell cow. They're trying to get physical, and they're trying to make the quarterback's life easier. He does all those things. So the fit is great for me. Yeah, I, I agree. From day one. Um, you know, if you're going to go that route, they should have taken an offensive lineman or they should have done something else. Give me a name. Yeah, right. Don't just throw that out there. They should have taken an offensive lineman. They should have gone offensive lineman, offensive lineman, offensive lineman. <laughs> Give me names. Yeah. It, don't it just make it up. And, and, and don't say, well, they should have taken Creed Humphrey in the first round. No. Yeah. I mean, Creed Humphrey in the second round, I'm, you know, that would have made perfect sense to me. But then you're short a tight end. You know, right. I mean, there's a give and take with all They had a first-round yeah. grade on Pat Fryermuth. Okay. And that makes perfect sense. Yeah. I mean, in a draft, we've said this over and over. I mean, in a draft where they've been were, chasing tight ends for years. For years. There's two of them in this one. One of them they had no shot in a million years at. And there were three running backs. And they got one of each. Yeah. So the O-line prospects suffered a little. But it's not like more in green or losers and bums that aren't have any value at all. You know, you can't have everything. All four of those guys are playing a lot. I mean, how many teams out there can you say the top four picks are contributing on a nearly every snap basis? Yeah. Najee Harris right now is on pace for 360 touches this Ooh. season. That would be the most for a Steelers player since Le'Veon Bell had 406 
in 2016. Okay. He led the league that year. In yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Now, Derrick Henry's going to lead the league in touches. Have you seen his numbers? <laughs> he's, unbelievable. He's, he's running on to 500 here. Yeah, That's, I mean, especially with the extra game. But, I mean, yeah. even in a 16-game season, he'd be setting <laughs> records. It's bonkers what he's doing He's like right 60, 60 carries ahead of the pace that would break the all-time record. Yeah, right. As long as he stays in healthy. In a 16-game season. It's, the 17-game won't even factor doesn't in. doesn't even matter. Yeah. He'll break it in 15. This, this right. is like, you know, Bonds breaking the home run record in, in 154 games. Like, you can't even, or, you know. Right. Or it's like Ruth, you know, hitting yeah. as many homers as five other teams in the league or yeah. whatever back then. You know, Gretzky numbers. <laughs> Here's the th- He's on pace to catch 95 passes, Matt. Harris. Which would, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. would be 10 more than Bell's wow. team record for, for a running back of 85, also uh, set in, in uh, 2017. So Alvin Kamara is probably this is like the second most used receiver in the passing game right now in terms of route percentage and those type of things. And Kamara to me and McCaffrey are elite receiving you know, running backs that have shown us this over what three or four year stretch. Every year, if you go pull up you know Kamara's stat sheet on the back of his football card, eighty one receptions, eighty one receptions, eighty three receptions. Harris is going to hit that, you know, yeah. in 16 probably, you know, the same level. And they're not like they're – I mean, one game there was a lot of dump-offs, but it's not going to be entirely behind the lines of scrimmage and that kind of stuff too. Yeah, Ben Roethlisberger said something interesting this morning when he was talking about how do you replace Smith-Schuster's snaps in the slot. Mm-hmm. And it, and one of his replies, well, maybe, it, you know, it will be more use of the tight ends and running backs in the slot. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. hmm. Indeed. Um, let's, let's definitely talk more, Harris. But since we got together yesterday, I finished my stat packet that I do every week for Steelers.com. And I didn't realize this, but Claypool, as you alluded to yesterday, played a very high percentage of snaps when the game was all said and done from the slot and had like over 70 yards receiving from yeah. the slot. You yeah. know, so... I, I, I'm kind of mad at myself I hadn't thought of that as the immediate answer. But there's a lot more, too. You know, obviously Harris can handle it. Yeah. Ebron is a slot receiver. You know, you're, <laughs> you know? Yeah, you're going to get – you're going to get did a ton of Penn State. You know, Anthony McFarlane back here at some point. Yeah, yeah. You know, you want to, they had a plan for him in the preseason. In, in, in him and Harris were on the field together. They were on the field together a lot. Right, right. And then all of a sudden, you know, then Harry, yeah, McFarlane gets hurt and that kind of goes out the window. Well – yeah, you know now you can you can. They're not going to put Belage or Snell on the field right. with, with Harris. But right, McFarland's a different cat. That makes things very interesting now mm-hmm. because now okay, you split Harris out, put him in the slot. You keep mm-hmm. you keep uh, McFarland in the backfield, or he's jet motioning or whatever too. Whatever it yeah, may yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. But if you know if if let's say the the uh, the opposing defense, you motion you get them both in sidecars. Yeah. Okay. You motion Harris over to the slot. Who follows him over? Is it a linebacker? Right. Right. Okay. Then that means we're probably going to run the ball here to the right. opposite side because Fryermuth or Gentry might be lined up in yeah. line as well, or you know, I mean, getting a guy with like, speed out on the edge. Right, there's a lot of versatility space. there, and it's it's similar to the conversation we had about well, is it a good thing when Deontay missed that game? Maybe they'll get back to basics and heavier football. It's not a good thing to be losing Juju, but they've right. they've built the team pretty darn well to handle it. And the other thing I realized, I did some more digging between now and yesterday and today, the two games that Deontay and Claypool missed 
Washington was on the field for like 80% of the snaps. Yeah. I mean, so he's very accustomed to don't it's not going to be Ray Ray. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that that's he'll see some, he'll see he'll, a, play. A, he'll see an uptick in, in offensive snaps, but it's not, not from like the last two weeks. But he's, he's going to be a 40 he, snap. Yeah, guy. he's not going to be playing, you know, half the snaps no, or anything right, like right, that. Right. That's not going to happen. Uh, they'll figure out other ways to do it. They want to put their best guys on the field, and he's not one of them. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, he filled in in two games where someone got hurt during the game. That's not the same That's as not, we're going to game yeah. plan all. Now week we're going to plan. Uh, right, yeah. right, right. As opposed to have to play him. I'm not getting on Ray Ray. I mean, he he, he brings a spark to the team, but he ain't blocking soul. And yeah. you, know, you know, I mean, there's only they tried that at times in the preseason and training camp, and it just, yeah, 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 yeah. not going to work. But to your original point. Harris's touches, expansive route tree. I think all those things are here to stay, if not grow. Especially his route. You know, the, they'll be asking the types of routes they'll be asking him to run. Yeah, I, I think they're all just they're just scratching the surface there, and it's mm-hmm. it's going to continue to grow. And well, I mean, you know, I I think after the first month of the season, the NFL.com put out a, a list of the top rookies in the league. Okay. He was like eleventh. Really? Behind Javante Williams. I have super high expectations for Williams. Like, if we get to the fantasy segment, I'm buying him now because he's about to blow past Gordon. But it's not close at this point. Yeah. I mean, I mean you just saw him on the same football field last week. Now, Williams is good. I like Williams, yeah. 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 But the, their body of work as a professional isn't close. Yeah. I mean, you can't have Williams over Harris. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I, no right. back as a rookie. No, I mean there aren't many. If I were picking rookie offensive skill players right now, who've been even offensive rookie of the year is tough right now. Chase is, Chase is probably. I think he's number one. I, I think he's number one, but I think Harris is number two. I do too. I mean, Pitts will probably get in the conversation. It's always a quarterback, you know, driven thing, and I bet Mac Jones gets more votes than he should because he's a quarterback. Yeah, I just don't. I don't see any of them doing stink. anything special because <laughs> he doesn't stink. Yeah, but they're gonna, they're going to be like a six-win team, right? Right. right. You know, will Lance or Fields play enough when it's all said and done? Actually, they might win seven. They get to play the Dolphins and Jets twice each. True. True. You know, but the other quarterbacks, Lawrence is actually probably playing the best at this point. It's starting to turn a corner. But, but they're not winning any games. They haven't won since yeah. the eighth grade picnic. You know, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I put a couple bucks down on Harris to win Rookie of the Year a while back, and uh, I bet those odds are worse now than they were then. I mean, he's been he's been over ninety yards in each of the last ninety total yards in each of the last uh, four games mm-hmm. since the opener. So, and the opener was against a, what we now know is a very good Great Bills defense. defense. Yeah, absolutely. If he does that all year long, he's going to be rookie of the year. He should yeah. be. He'll be in the conversation. Is Jamar Chase going to keep this up? He's going to have 1,800 yards receiving this year. Right. I mean, think of the names we just mentioned, too. Fellow rookies in the league right now. We have high hopes for Javante Williams, but he hasn't even grabbed the starting job yet. Pitts is starting to look like he might be blowing up. The quarterbacks are predictably struggling and probably will get better throughout the year. the next year. Or several. I mean, that's not going to happen overnight. Lawrence looks better now than he did to start the season. All the backs from last year, Akers, Dobbins, Taylor Swift, all those guys were, weren't were factors at this point in the season last year. So he's ahead of the curve as rookie goes by leaps and bounds. I mean, he was the man. I mean, he, he played every snap in week one. Yeah. <laughs> every snap. Every snap. Right. Yeah, I, I just I, I think he's, you know, th- this is going to be, you know, it's a Sunday night game this week. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how many people nationally have seen him play yet. Watched every snap, start yeah. to finish. Oh, this this will does. be a good I mean, protection, and it's a bad defense. It's such a bad like defense. he can have 150 total yards this week 
easily. Oh, I think he's going to be in that neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, without question. I mean, like, again, fantasy, there might be five guys that start over him this week, you know, just in terms yeah. of total production. Might and, be every week moving forward. Yeah, and that's just I mean, he's been that kind of, is. you know, we, we talked about that before the season started, you know, what, what our expectations were. And it mm-hmm. was like, all right, you know, 1,200 rushing yards and, yeah. you know, 50 to 60 catches. Well, you might bump the catches up now. I forget when you texted me last night, something about where he's projected in those areas. And I wrote back, like, I'll take the over on the rushing yards. It was like 1,050 yards. Right. You know, a little slow start. He's averaging like 1,200-ish. Yeah, he's he's now averaging like 62 rushing yards a game, and that's only going to go up. Yeah. I mean, they haven't had a 100 rusher in a long, long time before last week. And I, I got to think his receiving numbers come down. A little bit. Because he got 16 balls in one game. Yeah, or and because was, he's you know. also running the ball. You know, if they're going to yeah, run yeah. the ball more, he's not going to carry. He's not going to catch as many. Yes. And the 100% snap count thing is great, but we don't want that really. Yeah. I mean, I don't necessarily want Snell out there. But if McFarland plays with Harris some and maybe has a series of game that's he's the feature back, you know? Yeah. That would be great. Yeah. You know, maybe mix and balage. take a little off of his right, plate. Right, right, right. Because that's asking a lot for a guy that's never played 17 games before. Yeah, you saw uh, you saw him cramp up a little bit in the fourth quarter of, mm-hmm. of the game on Sunday. He actually, he, they they threw him back-to-back to him, uh, plays to him. And I saw him I saw him initially cramp up, and he kind of, he was running away from the press box. And I saw him stop on his way back over, and he started, like, kind of stretching the leg. Yeah, they actually like, showed it on TV. Yeah, and I'm like, ooh, that doesn't look you know, right, right, right. Is that an Achilles, or is he just cramping up? And then When he went down, I was like, oh, no. But then he stayed in the game. Yeah. This was the next – then the next – Or he plays, went back in. Or the next yeah. play is one where he went down. He – they had him – you know, he didn't say anything to anybody. He just went out and ran a pass pattern where he slipped coming out of his break mm-hmm. because the, the leg was locking up on him a little bit, and Roethlisberger tried to throw it to him. Right, and made it – it was kind of an awkward play. Yeah, it, it turned – oh, boy, that was a – you know, what was going on there? He's fighting through an injury. I mean, and, and Roethlisberger said, hey, he, he said this morning, he said, I told him, like, look, it's okay if you're cramping up. Yeah, yeah. Let me know. Yeah. <laughs> I won't, I, won't throw throw, it to you. I won't throw the ball to you then. Right, absolutely. <laughs> you can you still have value as a decoy here right. if you if you're not 100% until you get to the, you know, for this one play or two plays or whatever. But to his credit too, he's a tough guy. He wants to fight through everything. Typical Bama dude. He doesn't want to he's come super off the competitive. Field. Doesn't want to come off the field. And there's probably something with it because because of the Bama stuff. Right. Someone's you don't want to come off the field you. when you're a Bama. <laughs> you lose your job. Um, what was I going to say about that? Oh, it, it is just cramps, though, right? Yeah. I mean, he, he was fine. Yeah, he's fine. I yeah, saw yeah. he, you know, he had the Q, the red Q on it beside his name uh, on on the fantasy stuff. No, he's fine. He's okay. Yeah, yeah. he was just yeah, fair enough. And apparently, he had uh, he is so well put together. Yeah, like there's not much body fat there that those guys cramp easier. They, they those guys cramp up. You yeah, gotta, yeah. You know, uh, and I'm sure they're they're probably talking, you know, with, with uh, Garrett Guillemont this week about okay, what can we do to make sure that that doesn't happen again? No, absolutely, because yeah. we're going to use you and we're going to use you a lot. We yeah, don't want how this to be what do you have? 140 problem. plus yards total of total offense. He, he would have got another and 20 barely, or 25. Yeah, barely played the fourth quarter. Oh, yeah, right. Thank yeah. God he didn't, because I was playing against him in fantasy this week, and <laughs> he I only, saved you. I, I won. It was like 201 to 196. No, oh, that would have been enough to put. I'd you have been over. in trouble. Yeah, you're in trouble. <laughs> I mean, he probably would have got at least. Five or six more touches. Yeah, you know, and I'm not ripping on the guys behind them, but the drop off is 
it's significant, it's a cliff. And, and you see the difference. Like James Conner's been okay this year, right? Like he's he's been productive for the Cardinals. Yeah, he's a part-time player, but he's averaging three point one yards a carry. Is it really that low? Yeah, I mean he's done some good things, but yeah, right. You know the other guys, and he's would, better than Snell and Blush. Right. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? I mean, there's I mean, a big just, gap from Harris to Connor, and there's another gap from Connor to the, yeah. the backups here currently. So you see the the value of that running back, what it means to oh, the yeah. offense. Uh, to be able to just hand the ball off and go, okay, there's four yards, there's yep. five yards, yep. you know, and, and you know he falls forward, but again, the offensive line plays a part in that as well. And I, oh, of, know, course, they, of course, they did a much better job last week. I, you know, I, I mentioned yesterday or Monday, I can't remember which day now that that uh, they had him sit on in on the offensive line meetings to talk, you know, kind of go over. Yeah, you mentioned it yesterday, the day before. It's really interesting. Wondering, you know, why? It's almost like a quarterback meeting. What do you like? What are your favorite plays? Yeah, you know, like, you know, what are you comfortable with? Part of right, the offense. Right, right. Tell us what you like. Yeah, you have some power here now. You're not going to do what we tell you. You tell us what you want. You if, know? You, if you think back about it, um, you know, Le'Veon Bell's rookie year, he didn't run like he did. He was a totally different beast. The next year and the year after that. It's like, it was more than just losing the weight, too. Yeah. The style of running. Because he didn't run like that at Michigan State where he just stopped in the hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right. yeah, try to matrix things. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, so that growth, they, they, it looks, it's almost like they've – Accelerated that growth process by having him do that last by week. By leaps and bounds. Yeah. You know, not to mention all the, the usage and stuff we mentioned compared to other rookies and fellow rookies from last year at that position. Um, where was I going with this? Just your original thing about, you know, don't take running backs high. I'm going to throw a hypothetical out there. Okay. Let's say the Chiefs last year didn't take Clyde Edwards Hilaire, but took Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, like I think they took the wrong back. Right. But oh, I don't think taking Jonathan a, Taylor in that offense, Chiefs wouldn't be two and three. I, that's my point. No, yeah. you know, or even Swift. You know, I mean, like, but Taylor in that offense with you know they might be four and one. We're not going to be talking about they Mahomes struggling a little bit. Right. Exactly. <laughs> they took the wrong back. Yeah. Or if you put Najee in that you know that offense, wow. Yeah. You know, I mean, so. it's, it's it's like there. You know, when. Leonard Fournette went third overall. Mm-hmm. If that had been Christian McCaffrey, would anybody have been? Nobody's com- nobody's given the Panthers a hard time about right. it. I mean, frankly, no one's given Dallas a hard time about it. Right. I mean, they took Zeke in fifth or something yeah, like that. If the, if the back is worth it, he's worth it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's a different conversation. Should the Cowboys have paid Zeke what they did and all those things? Or I don't know. I mean, that that to me is a totally different conversation. But we don't have to cross that bridge for five more years. It looks pretty good this year. Right, right. <laughs> they got the quarterback back. Everything was yeah. hunky-dory again. Yeah. And, again, I, I always harp on this. I mean, whoever the next quarterback is, anywhere from a third-round pick to Aaron Rodgers and anybody in between is going to be sure happy Najee Harris is in that backfield. It makes it more attractive. We haven't talked about this yet. Jay Glazer reported over the weekend that Mike Tomlin – uh, prefers to have a veteran quarterback instead that. of breaking in a you know a young guy here. Okay, um, makes perfect sense to me. Everything that you do moving forward from this point, in terms of how that offensive line continues to grow, mm-hmm. in terms of oh boy, what's Najee Harris going to be here? In terms of what Chase Claypool and Deontay Johnson are, absolutely, and Pat Fryermuth. Oh yeah, like you've made a pretty good nest here. That that very. You know, if if I'm a veteran quarterback and I'm looking at that and going, that's not a bad situation. Not I, a bad I, situation. I got a great running back. I, I got, got a defense. I got a head coach and GM and ownership I trust. I mean, if if you're a big free agent in any sport, 
I would start with ownership and stability, yeah. you know, and all right. the, you know, like if you're a head coach, like, do I really want to be the head coach of the Jags? Yeah. You know, do like, I want to go to the Jets? Right, you know, right, they're, right. They're, yeah, they're offering me more money, but uh, it's okay. the, I mean, yeah, know. more money's fine, you know. Right. But if I have some choice in the matter, I'm going to go to a stable environment that's won a lot of games in this league, assuming that's what's important to the guy. If it isn't, that's not the guy you want anyway. And quite frankly, had they taken, let's say they take a, a left tackle or whoever they take, mm-hmm. even if he's starting at this point, which looking around the league he probably wouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I know Dan Moore starting for the Steelers. Now, yeah, right, still, right, right, right. You know, like Derrissaw and those guys. That doesn't move the needle for, oh, boy, they get they get this uh, left tackle 23rd overall. Right. He's <laughs> on Orlando Pace or right. Waller yeah, Jones or even Penny Sewell or, right. you know, one of those type of dudes. Because yeah. even this line – I'm sure there's people out like Aaron Rodgers or whoever. Why would he ever come play behind this line? Well, he's not playing behind this line in week five of 2021. Right. He's playing behind the line that they create for 2022, which might look like this line plus the 15th pick in the draft as the best guard we've ever seen prospect type of guy. Yeah. A Quentin Nelson-like guard or whatever. You know I mean? So... If they do go the veteran route, I mean, again, we're way getting ahead of ourselves. They, you know, they, they, you're probably either using cap space or draft picks for the for this quarterback. Maybe both if it's a Rodgers like situation. Yeah. But if it's a Rodgers like situation, he makes everybody around him so much better anyway. You can fix both things. They have right. enough cards in their hand that they can do both. It's not like oh, whoever gets here has to play behind this line now. And I hundred percent believe. Definitely three of those starters will be better in their second and third years in 2022 than they are now. Yeah. We're, I know? mean, we're already starting I mean, to we're see way some, of that, right some now, right? of that growth. Exactly. Um, I, I looked at it thus far this season. Um, Chooks Akorafor has not given up a sack. Really? Okay. Uh, trade, I'm um, trying to think what it was. Uh, Kendrick Green has not given up a sack. Hmm, okay. Now, both of those guys have been penalized four times. Yeah, and with, yeah, yeah. And with Green, some... it's it's been three holding penalties. Corfor hasn't drawn a holding penalty this season. Okay. His penalties have all been pre-snap stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trey Turner's got one sack given up. He hasn't been called for a holding penalty this okay. year. He's been solid. Yeah. Dotson has been called for two holding penalties. He's given, given up a sack. Dan Moore's given up two sacks. And I think he has a holding penalty or two as well. Okay. I mean, that's it, – it's – when when we were talking about that offensive line, is what we talked about. Like it wasn't one guy that stunk. No, it'd be you know? better if it was almost. Right. Yeah. yeah because right, then right, you right. could then you could fix it easier. But right. it, it's been but a big a, picture. It's yeah. not better that way. You know, yeah. let them all grow together. And again, I mean, it, you, you're gonna have a lot of resources to fix it, and it might not need as much fixing as you it think. May, yeah, it might Man, not. Right, right. It might. What you thought it was two weeks ago. Is so much is already than, starting to to shift a little. Bit. Right. 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 And, and again, Harris is part of that. Yeah. And you don't need first-round picks everywhere and, you know, $15 million yeah. guys to win in this league. It'd be nice, but those guys don't grow on trees, you know, and they could go get one if they had to. Yeah, this isn't college football where you get, you get oh, I'm going to go draft, I'm going to go uh, sign these five five. Go down to Miami and yeah. pick up a few tackles, right? <laughs> doesn't to, work that way. To Houston, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. I, now, I, I like where they sit, big picture. It's amazing, and it's – I, I felt and this, Harris a big part of that. Sorry, to felt this yeah. way coming out of the the Green Bay game that that you know, and we talked about it. Like, okay, this was what you wanted. They didn't win the game, Mm-mm. but they showed signs of improvement. Absolutely, especially the line in the run. Nobody game. wanted to hear that. Fans didn't want to hear. Oh, they they got their they get their butts kicked. They're gonna pick first in the draft. Yeah, <laughs> right. This season um, shot. Now there's tangible. Tank. Now there's tangible proof. Right, right. That right. it was better. That's very true. 
You know, there's not there's stats to back it up. There's a win. You know, anyone could see it in, in you know on the surface. And back to Harris. I mean, if he's not consistently getting hit behind the line of scrimmage, he is going to rip people up. I yeah. mean, it's not going to be Jamal Charles taking it 80 yards. But, boy, I mean, you get him a little head of steam. And even when he gets hit behind the line of scrimmage, he's one of the better backs in the league. At forward. least he getting to the line yeah. or getting something out of it. So he's perfect for this environment. Yeah. You know, I mean, if the line's blowing blocks, it's not like it's going to be a minus three, you know, uh, run every time. It's, you know, they've they've had, a, they have a, you know, you know how you talk about somebody, your your buddy has a certain type as a girlfriend. Sure, like, sure. He's, he's dating a blonde every time. Or he's every time, a, right. Their backs are the same thing. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They every have a time. Type. They have a type. They have they a type of backs that they want. And he's, they're not 200 pounds. Yeah. You know, he the, might be the, the. He's more prototypical of all of them. Yeah. I mean, really, he's the. He, draw it up in a lab as a Steeler back for today's NFL. There was a time when it was Jerome, but they've realized you have to have a receiver there. You know what yeah. I mean? And he's. Because he's a big guy that catches the ball. He can handle a heavy workload. Yeah. He's, he's, I'm sure he can handle weather yeah. and protection. And, he's right. got massive hands. I, don't, I mean, just they're, yeah. they're like. Watt like, <laughs> I remember when we when we first uh, they brought T.J. Watt in to introduce uh, introduce him. They brought him over to us while we were doing a show. Yeah, we're doing the radio. And I'm like, you know, shake his hand and like, holy mackerel, holy cow, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm always blown away with Najee with the long arms too. I mean, yeah. that's such an both those things are such an advantage, not just for stiff arms, but he has this massive catching radius. And I bring it up, I feel like every week, but. You watched every every practice and pre preseason and camp. How many balls did he catch three feet over his head? And you know, just they're just not scratching near his body. the surface. Right, here. right, right. That stuff's that, coming, people. And maybe now with with uh, Smith Schuster gone, you might see more of that. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I think they uh, can handle the Smith Schuster loss. And yeah. he's a good player. They I just can't. Feel what they him, can't but. handle is a bunch. You know, like what's happened early in the season, where okay, Claypool's out of game, and then mm -hmm. Johnson's out of game, and then Washington misses last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They need all those guys to. Claypool to stay and Johnson now. now need to stay healthy. They need to yeah, stay yeah, healthy, yeah. And, and honestly, if you look at it, the, you know, overall, they're getting a pretty nice. Maybe they don't have the experience uh, of of what Seattle has, mm -hmm. but it's pretty darn close. You're talking in, about ter the, in terms of the skill set that they bring to the the table with Johnson and Claypool as oh yeah 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 right I 100 percent agree I mean they're they have some similarities Lockett and Metcalf versus Johnson and uh, Claypool if Claypool turns into Metcalf great yeah look out <laughs> look out but they're not I mean they're in the same mold yeah and frankly I mean this sounds optimistic too. I think Juju's injury, just stat-wise, helps Claypool more than anybody, especially yeah. if he is going to operate out of the slot a lot. You know, like, I just envision him, after the catch, quick hitters, go routes from the slot. Break a tackle, you know, yeah. Juju wasn't going to go routes from the slot. Right. Or, you know, deep, skinny posts. Or if he, if he like did, that. it was, you know. Right, right, right. Yeah. And, he overthrew him twice. And <laughs> he missed him twice, too. Right, yeah. So. Now, then, I'm psyched to see where the offense is at this week. Yeah, it should be fun, and it should be a game where they can. defense is so bad. It's atrocious. It's really, really bad. Yeah, yeah. they can't get off the field. But uh, we'll talk we got about Labs next, right? Yeah, we'll talk about that more with Bob Labriola. We have him in the next uh, segment here. Don't you go anywhere. You'll want to hear that. He is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio.